the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Ball Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show. Three, two, one. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into your daily conversation where we teach you how to increase your compensation. And what we're going to do on today's show is we are going to unpack like it's like it's like we just moved. All right. That's a, that's a, you know, when you move and you, you, you move to a new house. Uh, Sam, our, our executive producer, is going to be on the show with me today. Sam, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing spectacular, actually. Sam, when you and Karina first got married, right? Did you remember when you guys when you guys moved in? Did you guys move into an apartment? Did you move into an, to a house? What was your what was your move? We moved into a loft, and so I had to carry everything up a spiral staircase. So imagine carrying a queen bed and the frame and everything up a spiral cage staircase. Was it a little bit stressful as you were walking up these spiral staircase? It was interesting. We lived there for two years, and it was a struggle. But you remember unpacking. I do remember unpacking. Was it, it was slightly stressful? Um, I, I moved in a month before she did, so I kind of got to throw everything around, and, and it was messy for probably about a month. You know, if you're not going to cooperate <laughs> with these questions, that's fine. But what we're going to do here is I'm going to unpack these questions today. Like, I'm just moving into a brand new house because many thrivers have discovered that you can text your questions in now, Sam. Sam, people did not know you, you could text in your questions before, and now they've discovered, and the questions are just flying in, my friend. Oh, that's great. I mean, I, I sent a text in, and I... Got a response right away. I and you know because we know your number. But here's no, here's here's the deal. <laughs> the, the the number is 918-851-6920. 918-851-6920. Be a hero for your business and text 918-851-6920. Any business questions that you have. And so today we're going to unpack the questions. It's slightly stressful because so many of them are flying in here, but we commit to answering all of the questions and away we go. So we have a thriver in Miami. This is a, a, a thriver in Miami, Florida, who writes, after implementing merit-based pay, how do I deal with pushback from core employees that I cannot lose yet? I'm going to put the group interview system in place, but do not have a replacement for the person yet. Should I wait to change their pay until the group interview is in orbit? So basically, Sam, it sounds like the question is, um, hey, I'm implementing a, a, a merit-based pay system, and I'm going to have to replace some people, and I don't really know, uh, you know, should I implement it now or later? And so, Sam, I'm going to ask you a couple of intense questions. Are you ready, my friend? I am as ready as I ever will, will be. Well, when possible, do you typically pump your... Uh, gas. Uh, do you typically pump your gas at, at Quick Trip, or do you pump your gas at at Come and Go? I mean, where do you typically try to? If you have to take your wife to the restroom, you got to go to a convenience store. Are you going to go Come and Go, Quick Trip, or Shell? And, and typically, in, in your in from your experience, well, there's a gas station that has no name. That's the one I go to, and usually I pull up to the pump, and they call out through the speaker and say, "No, no, 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 no use the other one." Are you being serious? I tried that once. I'm never going back. Okay, so you actually <laughs> go consistently to, to Quick Trip? Is that yeah, right? Yes, to Quick Trip. Okay, okay. So S Sam is just not cooperating as I heavily <laughs> bait him on these questions. Okay, but, but, but why, do you, why, does you, why does your wife feel comfortable going to the restroom at a Quick Trip? Why do you prefer it? Why does Tulsa prefer Quick Trip over the other guys? Not only do they guarantee their gasoline, but they guarantee clean bathrooms. And she knows that if she has to go to the bathroom, um, she can go to Quick Trip. 
It's a clean, it's a clean service, right? Now, I don't think the other guys um, wake up every day. The other, the other geniuses who have their their convenience stores. I don't think they wake up and go, "Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Today, what we're gonna do is we are going to do whatever we can to make sure that our bathrooms are dirty. I'm talking about filthy. I'm talking about let's make sure that our bathrooms are so nasty." And so vile, so disgusting that people will talk about them in a joking way. I, I don't think they say, hey, you know what we're going we're to do? We're going to make our bathrooms the joke of Tulsa so no one's going to go into them. No, but, but they just by default, most of Quick Trip's com- competition has just a nasty facility. Have you noticed that? I mean, just nasty stuff. Oh, definitely. I used to I used to do some lawn care, and uh, when you have to go, you have to go. I mean, you can't really go in your uh, customer's lawn, so you have to go to the nearest gas station. And uh, in China, they have squatty potties, and so you ha- literally have to do that in these bathrooms. So, <laughs> well, the Chinese knowledge you don't get in college is coming in hot. So here, here's the deal. The question is, how does Quick Trip get their employees to do the job uh, another example would be UPS, right? They deliver. It's United. It's it's. You guys, you know, what can Brown do for you? These guys, UPS. Well, how do they do it? How does Southwest Airlines do it? Well, there's a book called The Service Profit Chain that every entrepreneur should own. It's written by Harvard. Harvard. It seems like it's a lot of words, and it's a big school, and I don't know. No, it's it's written by the Harvard Business School. It's called The Service Profit Chain. Uh, one of the attributed authors is Heskett, H-E-S-K-E-T-T. And in that book, they lay it out. But basically, if you do not have a merit-based pay system, a.k.a. both positive and negative consequences, or it could be called a carrot and a stick, then your employees, your teammates, will not do their jobs. They just won't. And Sam, now you've worked within our businesses for a while. Mm-hmm. You've seen uh, uh, the highs, the lows, the middle. You, you, what is it, from your perspective, when you kind of look at people that don't get their job done, okay, what is going on in the mind of the person who's just mailing it in and not trying to do, I mean, what, what causes somebody to not want to do a good job? What, what, how does someone become complacent? What happens? Well, I think that um, if, if they get complacent, they, they kind of have this old mentality where they're like, this is how much I need to make during this week, and that's all I'm going to do to get there. And they don't haven't opened their mind up to realize that if I do more, I can make more and I can succeed. Oh my gosh. So you're saying Napoleon Hill said, now I'm, I'm paraphrasing. This is from Napoleon Hill. And uh, many of you listeners, you listen every day. So you see, so you know this by now, but my son's name is Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. I named my son after the author. I thought so much of this author. He's the best selling success author of all time. The best selling self-help author of all time. I wanted to name my son after this man. And just to give you kind of an idea of the lineage of, of greatness, think about this. Andrew Carnegie, his personal apprentice, the guy that he taught was Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon Hill mentored Oral Roberts, okay? So I mean, it's, it's an exciting uh, uh, kind of lineage there. So Napoleon Hill, he says if you over-deliver, then eventually you'll be overpaid, so basically, if you do more than you're supposed to do, eventually you'll be overpaid. But Sam, you've seen it. You, you've watched it. You've seen it at The Elephant in the Room. You might have seen it with Epic Photography. You might have seen it with Make Your Life Epic uh, or Thrive or the different businesses that I'm involved in. From your perspective, just as you know, uh, you produce this show, you go about your business, you, got, you, get, you get your job done. In my opinion, uh, you're a solid A player. You've seen it. Why do some people only do their job to avoid 
pain. What's going on? Why, why do some people need pain to, to get their job done? It simply comes down to uh, being comfortable. They are literally comfortable where they are, and they're afraid of stepping out of that comfort zone and to risk uh, losing that comfort and possibly making more. So to answer this Thriver's question, I'm going to make sure you're, you're hearing what I'm saying here. One is immediately institute your merit-based pay program, okay? So immediately in institute the consequences of doing both the good thing and the bad thing. I mean, go ahead and institute the bonuses and the fines or the bonuses and the pay deductions or the bonuses and the suspensions or whatever you need to do. Go, go ahead and implement your, your consequences of doing both the good and the bad thing. But then you must not fire until it's a good time for you, right? I mean, you don't want to fire somebody until it's right for you. So, Sam, you have seen me probably consistently do this. You've, you've probably watched it happen. You've seen it, um, you know, because you've, you've kind of learned Dr. Z's moves. Now, Dr. Z, just so the Thrivers know, he is opening up another location, or he's, or he's expanding his memorial location significantly. Um, many people in Tulsa love his facility, and you've discovered it's always busy. And so he's expanding to accommodate the, the, the needs and the demands of the Tulsa marketplace. Many of you are looking uh, for the Tulsa's, uh, Tulsa's most affordable eye care. You found it at Dr. Z and Associates, Dr. Zellner and Associates. The $99 for the first, first time, you know, the first time you go in, there's $99 for your exam and a pair of glasses. And so he's expanding to keep up with the demand there. And so he's out today focused on that. But Sam, for anybody who's listening right now, could you kind of explain to them my approach to firing from what you have seen you know, not necessarily the textbook, but what you've actually seen from your experience to how I typically either fire, uh, retire, or basically move somebody off the island. Um, I've seen a couple of different ways. One, um, you basically keep them where they're at. And because you guys are hiring every single week, I mean, you always have the jobs listed on all the different sites. And so you're always interviewing. And so whenever you find someone that fits and can replace them, then you will fire them then. Or you'll um, basically... Tell them that, hey, you can do this now, and they will basically move themselves out. They'll say, well, I don't really want to do that, and they'll find a different job. Now, your wife was one of the managers at the, one of the Elephant in the Room locations for a long time. Did a fine job, by the way. Fine job. She did a great job there. And I know she had to have been frustrated at certain times that we couldn't you know, replace certain people, you know? And she, I'm sure, I'm sure she never talked to you about it at home. But now we have a great team. We have like never 80, heard anything about it. Never heard anything. <laughs> we have 84 people now that work there. A great, a great business. Great people. Great reviews. Um, am I great? No. Getting better. Um, is Justin the founder great? No. We're getting better. We're listening to your feedback. We want to make it the best experience possible. But uh, monetarily speaking, and in terms of all the different ratings and reviews and awards, we're doing really, really well there. And Tulsa, we appreciate you so much for. Uh, coming out there and, and checking out the Elephant in the Room uh, Men's Grooming Lounge for the $1 first haircut. I know that could be scary to switch barbers, but we appreciate you for having some faith in us. But now that you're from the kind of looking on the inside perspective, yeah, there are some people I'm sure that your your wife as a manager wanted to replace. Why do you feel like I maybe didn't replace them immediately? Well, um, you guys have a certain amount of chairs, and if you get rid of a chair, I mean, if you have four chairs to cut people's hair in, and you get rid of one, you just get rid of 25% of your profit. Oh. And uh, so you might keep them, and even though they're not performing at their 100% best, you might not lose 25%. You might lose only 15%, but at least you're making 15% until you find someone to replace them. I believe it's all about trade-offs. So if you're listening right now, and uh, you, your name is David, 
and you happen to be based in Miami and you're wanting to know, hey, should I implement the merit-based pay program now? Yes, absolutely. Um, now, when the employee shows up late and as part of their pay scale, they don't get their bonus until they're if they're late. Uh, maybe you hold off on implementing. Maybe you give them a warning. Maybe you give them warning too. Maybe warning four thousand. Watch out! But you got to keep doing the warnings until you can replace somebody. But you don't ever replace somebody until it is convenient for you. Now, Thrive Nation. If you want to in- interject into the conversation, all you have to do is text 918-851-6920. Again, it's 918-851-6920. And any question that you have, we are going to respond to it during today's show. If we can't fit it in, then we're going to respond to it during during the next show here for you. Now, okay, we had just had a just, we, Sam, we just had a text message come in. Sam, we're having text messages flying. They're coming in hot, Sam. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Here's what it says. It says, what is the best solution for attorneys... And getting a legal team. This is a contractor uh, from Dallas who apparently is listening into the broadcast here. So he's saying, "What is the best solution for attorneys in getting a legal team?" Well, if you're listening right now, one is I encourage you go ahead during the break, write down any business question that you have, and in fact, skip a step. Go ahead and text us right now nine one eight eight five one six nine two zero. Again, it's nine one eight. 8516920. Go ahead and text us any business question that you have because we want to help you become the most successful that you can possibly be on this incredible edition of the Thrive Time Show. Once again, what's that number? What what's the number to text? I'll tell you what it is. It's 918-851-6920. Boom. Uh, my name is Cody Albright and this is my wife Rachel Albright. And we are from Inola, Oklahoma. Uh, we don't actually own a business yet. We're starting uh, a business with my father-in-law, her dad, uh, Sierra Pools and Spas. We actually heard about it from my dad, who listens to the Thrive Time Show on 1170, and he's an entrepreneur, so he recommended this conference to us. I have learned really just the skills to get started with the business. I kind of came in like not knowing even where to start, where to begin, just feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the whole process. And I feel like Clay really gave us the information to not only get started, but once we do get started, to get moving with the business and actually get things rolling. Being in the beginning process, I uh, I don't know much. I didn't come in into this uh, conference. I didn't know much about uh, sales, business, um, marketing, and uh, nothing I learned in high school. And so I, I feel like I learned actually a tremendous amount of things, practical things I could put to use. Uh, I would describe it very welcoming, uh, atmospheric. Warm, is that a word, I guess? Yeah, it's very um, relaxed. Clay is very um, great speaker. He made it really fun, lots of energy. So yeah, it was a great experience. Very homey. It's awesome. It's a little bit eclectic, but um, you definitely get a sense of what they believe in and um, their energy here and their purpose here. You can definitely see it all over the walls and everywhere. I would describe him very well, a very well communicator. Um, very funny, very energetic, uh, very passionate, very knowledgeable, uh, and just fun to listen to. He's very interactive. Um, Clay always was there to answer any questions that we have. Um, at any point, we could answer any que- or ask any questions, and he was very willing to answer them. And even in between, um, he's very.
very approachable, talk to them about anything. I would say they're missing just the jump start to get their business to a place where it's um, um, serving them and where it's really making the profit that they want to see. It's, it's accomplishing the goals that they have in their mind. I say they're missing the practical skills to make that happen. Clay does not try to upsell you on anything. Um, he's definitely here to just help you out. He wants to give you all the skills that um, you need to get your business where you want it to be. So there's no pressure. It's totally relaxed. Yes, I would say I describe it no pressure, and I'm a people pleaser, so um, I would fall into those sort of things and uh, things. But yeah, I would say it's very relaxed, very non-pushy. It's definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth the money. Um, because all the things that he's going to teach you, um, you learn them in a very quick amount of time, but they're all very applicable if you actually put in the time to use them. We were burning on the edge of something beautiful, something beautiful, selling a dream. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, where we believe in your dreams. You don't think you're crazy because you want to start a successful business. Today's show is the mailbag edition of the show. So basically, the entire show, we are answering mailbag questions, and, and, to, be, and to be totally factual here, we're answering text message questions from thrivers like you. All you have to do is text 918 851-6920. Again, that's 918-851-6920. And any text message question that you text us, we will answer it for sure on today's show or on a later show. But we are going to definitely answer your questions. And so we had another text message that just came in here. This is from a thriver in Dallas, Texas, who asks, what is the best solution for attorneys and getting a legal team. Sam, does this seem like a real question or does this seem like a hoo-ha to you? I mean, does this seem like a, a real a real question here? Honestly, if I ever got sued, I would probably just, um, I'd represent myself in court. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so Thrivers <laughs> have these kind of questions here. So here, here we go. So Thrivers, here, here is what we want to do. Uh, number one, I, I would highly recommend that every single Thriver has an attorney before you get sued. What? What do you mean before I get sued? I, what if I never get sued? Listen here, buddy. Every single person listening, if you own a business, you will be sued. I don't agree with that. I've never been sued. Listen, let me repeat again. Let me add a little more adjectives. If you have ever owned or will ever own a successful company, you will be sued. I would never be sued. I'm a good business owner. No, you will be sued. I'm, I'm telling you what. I have coached. Personally, hundreds of clients, spoken to thousands of clients, and you're going to be sued because people, when they see money, there's a certain group of people who want to take what you make. Someone should write that down. There's a certain group of people who want to take what you make. And so you want to have an attorney figured out before you have a legal problem, okay? So there's, there's two options for you. There's two moves I'd recommend. In full disclosure, and both of these are, are people that I've worked with as a, a coach or a consultant. Um, option number one is Reeb Law. It's R-E-I-B Law. Reeb Law. I highly recommend you check out Reeb. It's R-E-I-B-Law.com. He is an attorney based in Dallas, Texas. His name is Scott Reeb. We helped him set up his membership plan. And what happened was is so many people were reaching out to him about, hey, I want to form an LLC. 
I have a question about how to form my uh, uh, corporation, how to form my operating documents, how to form my disclosure agreements, how to form my non-compete agreements. And people were constantly finding themselves without a good attorney that they could afford. And so because they couldn't afford an attorney, they would just go without an attorney. And so we worked with uh, Scott Reeb of ReebLaw.com, and he has developed these unbelievably affordable programs called Access. They're Access programs, and it's like a membership for your lawyer, not like a, not like a, a multi-level lawyer kind of thing, but it's like an actual attorney that's it's one specific attorney, and he has a membership model, and he only has a certain number of attorney of of clients he works with, and so the whole idea is that. Um, if you have a legal problem, he is going to uh, represent you, but you understand that you're only going to be charged a certain amount each month. So that's option number one. Option number two is I highly recommend that you look into wintersking.com. Now, what is wintersking.com? That is a, a law firm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that is uh, uh, owned there. Um, it's locally owned. Uh, my personal attorney is Wes Carter. And Wes Carter helps me through every possible legal situation I've ever run into. He helps me on a consistent basis. And they've actually represented guys for their book deals like uh, Joel Osteen, uh, T.D. Jakes, um, you know, Joyce Meyer. I mean, they're, they're the, this is like the, the, the big kahuna. And he's right here in Tulsa. And his name is Wes Carter. So, again, if you have a legal problem or a potential legal problem or you're in business, you definitely want to have an attorney representing you. So I'd recommend that you reach out to reblaw.com or wintersking.com. And so, again, that's the answer to the question from a thriver here in Dallas, Texas, who writes, what is the best solution for attorneys in getting a legal team? Now, someone else just texted us here. Um, they're texting here at 918 918- 851-6920. Again, text us any business question you, you have ever had to 918-851-6920, and we will answer those questions. Here's the text message. I'm just reading it off here. It says, what's the best way to manage a Dream 100 system that has more than 100 companies in it? This is from a thriver in North Carolina. Eric Chupp, are you mic'd up now, my friend? I believe that I am. Oh, wow. We have hey, Eric what's up? Chupp, one of the oh. Thrive 15 business coaches that just joined us inside the box that rocks. Yes. Sir, you were coaching with a lot of different business clients today. Oh, my gosh. It's been a, it's been a day. What kind of industries were you working in today? What kind of clients oh, were you working just, with today? I just got done with a health and wellness client. Oh, Hol- wow. Holistic health and wellness. Holistic uh, health? Do you yeah. feel healthier and more wellness? The phone calls, I come out of them feeling great. I, it's, I don't work out or eat healthy, but visiting with her helps me a lot. I it's, can tell. Uh, yeah. You can tell. Nice. That was that was nice. Thanks. Thank you, Sam. That was that was a radio joke. Thanks for that affirmation there. Okay, yes. now now I want to ask you this, Eric. Yeah. Um, the Thrivers wanting to know, hey, how do I implement a Dream 100 with more than 100 people? How would you describe what a Dream 100 is? If, if for anybody who's not sure what the Dream 100 system is or what that's in reference to, how would you describe what the Dream 100 is all about? Right. So the Dream 100 comes from a book called The Ultimate Sales Machine. Yeah. And that's written by a guy named Chet Holmes. Okay. And so basically his philosophy says that uh, at any point in time, three of, you know, a hundred people, 3% of the population is out there ready to buy. So you basically just have to get in front of them. Okay. So the dream 100 is basically a systematic follow-up process where you want to make a touch point with these prospective clients every week, stay top of mind with them. So here's an example here, Thrivers. This is a notable quotable that comes at you hot from Chet Holmes, followed by an ample example. This is the notable quotable. Chet Holmes wrote in his book, Ultimate Sales Machine. He says, best buyers buy more, they buy faster, and they buy more than other buyers. These are your ideal clients. 
have a special effort dedicated to just your dream 100 clients. So here's an example. Uh, I work with a local orthodontist, and uh, uh, he is a. I work with a local dentist too. So there's a dentist in Florida. I mean, we work with so many people all over the world, but there's a dentist in Florida. I'm picturing in my mind right now. And uh, if, if you are a dentist in Florida, you're you're a pediatric dentist. You work with kids. Chup, what kind of people, Sam, what kind of people, I'm going to go with Chup first here. What kind of people would likely be in a position to refer patients to a dentist that works with kids? Do you guys have any guesses, any thoughts, any ideas? I mean, I know we're not dentists, but what, what would be your thoughts here? Sam, Chup, any, any guesses here? Maybe uh, getting a list from, like, schools? Preschools? Ooh, preschools. Yeah. So here we go, here we go. So on the Dream 100, we have a list of, of pediatricians. We have a list of kindergartens. We have a list of preschools, Whoa. places where kids are. <laughs> places so, where kids gather. Yeah, places where kids are gathered. The PTA for a, you know, the, the PTA that represents the Parent Teacher Association. Right. That represents a kindergar- kindergarten or a preschool. And every single week, we faithfully make sure that we touch those 100 Dream 100 uh, uh, contacts. Okay, so that means we drop off something. So, for example, one thing we drop off is donuts, and it says, "Although your patients shouldn't eat these, we thought that the, <laughs> the fine women of the PTA for this such and such kindergarten would enjoy this." Uh, when you need a pediatric dentist, dentist, please don't be a stranger. Yada yada. And the whole reason why we do that is because we stay top of mind. We come back. We're going to get more into the ideal and likely buyer. Dream 100 system. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. I'm Augustine Icapelli, and I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and uh, CEO of Augustino Brewing. Well, I heard about them from, uh, uh, I'd already been a Thriver on uh, Thrive 15. And uh, through that platform, I found out that uh, there were in-person workshops and uh, one-on-one coaching available, so I decided to uh, check it out, and it's been fantastic. Oh, I've learned uh, a lot about uh, how we're going to better target our online presence for our business to attract and bring more people into uh, the doors of our brick-and-mortar brewery and restaurant. For all the Thrive Nation out there celebrating a holiday, maybe celebrating a birthday, I'd say what if, 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 if no one is yet to wish you a birthday, maybe I'm early, maybe I'm late, but happy birthday to you. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, and I am joined today inside from inside the box that rocks with the man, the myth, the legend, the America's number one. I'm going to tell you what, this, this guy is American. He has, he has this skill set. He has this, this he's really America's number one executive producer. It is Sam, our, our rarely heard from executive producer, coming in front of the mic today. Normally he's normally he's kind of hidden, you know, he's normally producing, and but today Dr. Zellner is out expanding his vast entrepreneurial empire. And so Sam Parker is on the mic. How are you, sir? What is up, Tulsa? I'm glad to be here and glad to talk to, talk to you guys with uh, the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. 
Ooh, and we are also joined with a business coach who knows a little something about making your business grow. It's mm. a man who is in the know, mm. a member of the Thrive15.com business coaching team, is Mr. Eric Chupp. What's up? Hello, hello. That was my Marshall impression. L- like I say, that what? Was my, hello, sup, Chupp? <laughs> my Marshall Morris impression. Okay, so here we go. Marshall Morris, if you don't know, he's one of the Thrive uh, one of Thrive15.com coaches as well. So what we're talking about today is this: we have a Thriver who just texted us at 918 851 Six nine two zero. Again, someone says, I was trying to write that down, but you went so fast. If you just slow down, you crazy radical. Okay. It's 918-851-6920. And for anybody who just really wants to hear it in like a very slow, exaggerated, because you're going, I really was trying to write that down, but my pen, my freaking pen wouldn't work. I'm almost trying to get my pen working. I, I can't find my pen. It's 918 it's 918-851-6920. 918-851-6920. And here is the question. What's the best way to manage a Dream 100 system that has more than 100 companies? So the scenario is the Dream 100 is a list of your ideal and likely buyers. And so I was telling the example of a dentist we work with in Florida. And what he does, he does is he's a pediatric dentist, meaning he works with kids. And so his problem was is that he, he doesn't have enough money to market to the entire city but he has enough money to market to a focused uh, a group, a focused area. And so we made a list of all of the places where uh, the mothers of young children gather. And we made a list of, um, I'm just telling you what we did. There was a local ballet, local gymnastics. We had a local pediatrician. We had local PTAs for kindergartens and preschools. And we decided every week we're going to touch these uh, touch points one time. We're going to touch these contacts one time. So the first week we drop off donuts that says your, your patient shouldn't eat these, but we think you should. Next time that your kid needs a dentist, please think of us. Boom. Second week, we call them. Third week, we mail them something. Fourth week, we drop on by. You keep doing this. And if you faithfully do it over time, according to Chet Holmes in his book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, roughly 3% of people at any given month are looking for the services that you provide. So some mother uh, receives the, the, the donuts and says, oh my gosh, I was just looking for a pediatric dentist. Or the pediatrician goes, hey, I, we've been looking for a new referral source. The person we have referred previously is out of town, out of business, they moved away, service wasn't good anymore, whatever. But you have to be consistent in the implementation of your Dream 100. So I want to ask you, uh, Chuck, your feedback, and I want to get your feedback as well, Sam. Where do people typically get the Dream 100 wrong? Where, where does it start to, where do the, the wheels start to fall off the wagon there, Mr. Eric Chupp, business coach? Right. So in my experience working with clients, it's, it's uh, all about diligence with the Dream 100. You can't reach out to these people one time. You cannot uh, text one time after you get their information. You have to faithfully follow the system and reach out week after week and follow the system. Uh, pre-written text message, handwritten letters, make a drop-off. Um, you have to stay in front of them. So when you don't follow the system faithfully, uh, it, you don't see the results and therefore you get discouraged. So you have to be diligent when doing the Dream 100. And I will tell you this, that inspiration, Thriver, someone should be writing this down, okay? Inspiration is the reward. It's the reward you get for doing the work that you didn't want to do, right? Inspiration. So whenever you do what you don't want to do, but you know you need to do, then you get inspiration as a reward. I'm going to give you a notable quotable that I wrote myself, but it's inspiration is the reward, right? In action, that's inaction, no action. In action is the giant. Action is the sword. So what you have is you have these big giants in our minds. We say, I'm a, a dentist in Florida in a big market, by the way. He's on a coastal community, 
very competitive. And he goes, I don't have, I do about $1.2 million a year of revenue. I don't. I can't go out there and out billboard my competition. I can't out advertise them. If you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you're trying to uh, compete with Dr. Robert Zellner on your um, advertisements. Not going to happen. Not going to happen on radio. You, you can't beat the guy. But what you can do, what you can do is you can... Well, I'm not going to tell you because if you're an optometrist <laughs> in Tulsa, I, I don't want you to do well at all, frankly. No, but seriously, if, but if you're the dentist, I said, hey, listen, this is what you can do, though. You can implement, and as a business coach, we teach you moves that you can implement, realistic deals. So, so you can't hunt with like a machine gun, bro. You don't have enough money for ammo, but you can hunt with a rifle. So get up in that deer stand and and take aim. You know, maybe we, let's, be, let's be precision here. Let's be laser focused. And so diligence means the steady application of effort. Um, put another way, um, Chet Holmes, the, the best-selling author of The Ultimate Sales Machine. Many of you are going, who is Chet Holmes? Why are you saying, is it Chet Holmes? Why are you saying it that way? Chet Holmes? Like, why, why do you get your voice get high when you, Holmes? No, Chet Holmes is the best-selling author. He's also a former partner of Charlie Munger. Who's Charlie Munger? Charlie Munger is the business partner of Warren Buffett. Oh, it, it's all Warren Buffett, like Coca-Cola, like Geico. Like, yeah, I've that's, heard that name. Yeah. yeah. So this is what this is what Chet Holmes wrote, though, after being taught by Warren or by, by by after being taught by Charlie Munger directly. He says the missing ingredient for nearly all of the 1000 plus clients I have worked with directly to improve their businesses is pig headed discipline and determination. That didn't sound fun at all. Pig headed discipline and determination we all get good ideas he says at seminars from books radio talk shows wait wait a minute wait a minute and business building gurus the problem is that most companies do not know how to identify and adapt the best ideas to their businesses again he says the problem is that most companies do not know how to identify and adapt the best ideas to their businesses sam you had a you had a, a deep thought we're going to go with a deep thoughts from sam enlighten us my friend let's hear it well <clears throat> the question actually um he says what do you um how would you deal with a dream 100 that has more than 100 companies like let's say 400 um i say call them all i've done dream 100 lists that are down to like three or four hundred clients as well and you call them all because uh chet holmes from the book um ultimate sales machine says that three percent of um of the people you're going to call are willing to buy so if you're calling 100 people, you might get three people. That's 3%. If you're calling 400 people, you might get 12 people. So might as well call them all. Yeah, my main thing is I'm not pushing back on what you're saying is that you, with the Dream 100, you've got to reach out to them consistently. So if you're a dentist in this case, maybe you only have, let's say, four hours of free time with your staff. Maybe you have one front desk person. You're the dentist, and you've got one customer service person or one nurse or one. Maybe you have a staff of three. You know, according to Forbes, okay, according to Forbes, 65% of all of the jobs that have been created in the since 1995. Someone should Google this and verify that I'm not making this up, okay? 65% of all the jobs that have been created since 1995 are from small businesses. So if you're in a small business, I definitely love what Sam said of call them all, but I would also make sure that whatever list you make that you – actually call them because if you're not careful and you make a big list of people that you don't actually call it becomes discouraging for you and it's just not a good thing so i would encourage you to make a list of people that you're definitely going to call make sure you reach out to these people consistently because if not 
It's it's going to get kind of weird when you make these commitments to yourself that you don't actually honor. Stay tuned. Drive Time Show. Boom. My name is Brian Zimmerman. I'm from Castle Rock, Colorado. I own an e-learning platform that educates and teaches people how to start side incomes. There's a few things that I've learned here. One being just the ease in having a system of actually starting a business and then executing it. And then also being able to build systems around your entire process when it comes to building a successful business. I first heard about the Thrive Business Coaching platform through an ad or something I, I seen online and I was a veteran and so I was um, able to join their veteran program and start the Thrive program that way and I've since become a coaching client and, and have worked with Thrive now for almost two years. I describe the overall workshop experience as phenomenal, it's, it's great, I love the environment, I love the way that Clay presents and teaches, it's a way that not only allows me to comprehend what's going on but he explains it in a way to where it just makes sense and it's an easy to follow process. For anyone that's ever been to the Thrive 15 headquarters, I would describe it as showing up to Disneyland <laughs> only for business experience. It's, it's, it's an amazing place, the environment's great, uh, the team is amazing, and um, even better, it's just it's a really cool environment with the quotes and the different decor all over the place. This place is awesome. Yeah, I would describe Clay's presentation and teaching style as the, he's almost like he's a comedian um, but he explains it in a way to where he adds humor and it's fun, it's exciting. It keeps you engaged. You don't feel like you're falling asleep or getting bored. There's a lot of conferences and other things that I've been to where it's like I'm itching to stand up. Um, but it's almost uh, here, I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm engaged and I'm ready to learn at all times. And so it's been fun. The interaction level has been great. There's segments where there's breakouts to where Clay's ready he's available to answer any questions the communication between the other classmates has been great I've learned different things from other members that have been here as well so the engagement has been phenomenal I love it it's been great for anyone that's never attended a Thrive 15 workshop you're missing out on community you're missing out on support I think it's important to be able to step away from your business and not only step away from your business, but to engage with other business owners so you can learn their perspectives, their ideas, and what it is that they're learning, and really get an altitude perspective of what it is that you're doing so you can see other ways to actually fix and correct what it is that you're doing so you can grow and build your business. The Thrive Conference is different from a lot of other seminars and trainings because there is no upsells. There is, you're not expecting for that, oh, wait a minute, oh, here it comes, here's that pitch, and the next thing you know, People are running, standing up and running in the back of the room or worried about another sales pitch. There's none of that here. It's straight content, how you can build, how you can grow your business, and then you implement what it is that you can with your business, and then you execute it. I would recommend that other people attend the Thrive 15 workshop because if you're looking for an easy process to follow, a step-by-step -step system, and have support and guidance, this is where it's at. I have attended a lot of different trainings, a lot of different seminars, and I don't think there's been anything as easy to follow, at least for me, as this, not only the teaching style, but then the direction and the imp implementation and the plans that they've laid out here at Thrive 15. Go. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I got the feeling. Thrive Nation, ow! Baby, baby, baby I got, got that feeling. Thrive Nation, welcome back. Oh, let's just let this you play for a minute. Some of you are just trying to get that lunch, get your lunch game on, and you're thinking about, should I go out to Oklahoma Joe's today, or should I go out to Oklahoma Joe's? Ha! Well, I tell you what, given that, given those options of going out to Oklahoma Joe's, 
Oh, Oklahoma Joe's. I will tell you, I would definitely go out to Oklahoma Joe's. Not only are they a great sponsor, he's a great Oklahoma success story, and those baked beans have won competition quality. I mean, these are competition-winning baked beans. They've been named the world's best baked beans, and at first... When I was introduced to the baked beans, I thought, how could they possibly be, Chup, how could they be the world's best? Have you, and I'll be, be honest with the listeners, because if you're, if you're spitting, you know, some sort of like, uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're speaking some sort of hyperbole, some sort of non-truth, they're going to know, they're going to see through. Have you actually had the baked beans yet? I will say that I am normally not a bean fan, Okay, but I have had their baked beans, and I really, this is not a lie, I do enjoy them. I'm, I'm not lying. They were now, good. Now, Sam, have you had the baked beans, my friend? I mean, I mean, did, and again, if you haven't, it's okay to say no. I have not. I am a person with a lot of personal problems. I have not had them. <laughs> I mean, but have you have actually had the baked beans? Um, I, I was actually one of the judges at the uh, the fair. Stop. And, no, uh, no. Have you actually had those baked beans? Have you had them? I have. Okay, and were they were they awesome? They were amazing. Okay, so there's two things I want all the thrivers to know. One, if you text nine one eight. Eight five one six nine two zero. Again, that's what number was that? Nine one eight eight five one six nine two zero. I don't know whether I believe in texting. I would prefer to use a megaphone. Well, that's fine. You could use a megaphone, but we probably won't answer. But if you text us nine one eight eight five one six nine two zero, that is the number of the text. That is the number to text. We will answer any business question that you have, either on this show or the next one. But thing number two I want to get across is get out to Oklahoma Joe's for lunch today. I mean, you only live one time. Right, right, right. Life is not a dress rehearsal. So if you've ever thought about starting a business, go do it. If you ever thought about having Oklahoma Joe's, go do it. If it's ethical, make it happen. You live the life you want. Go to Oklahoma Joe's. Another question coming in hot via text. It says, if I am developing a new product or service, What's the best way to gather customer data quickly? This is from a Thriver in Washington State. Chup, they're flying in from all over the planet. Mm. Goodness. You, Chup, I mean, we have people in Washington, Chup. Washington, uh, New York City. Have you been to Washington, Chup? I've never been to Washington. Well, Washington, hello. We appreciate you. Spokane, hello. Seattle, hello. Other cities, Bellevue, other oh. cities that I do not know about. Uh, welcome. I can only name about five cities there, but I will tell you, uh, the last time I went to Seattle, it was absolutely gorgeous, and something crazy happened to me. Chup, have you ever uh, been to uh, Seattle before? I have not. I would love to visit, but I've never been there. Sam, have you ever been to uh, Seattle before? I have not. Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to love this story. It's unbelievable. Now, Thrivers, bear with me, because this story, to me, was a game changer, okay? So my wife and I, we are in, uh, we, we're going out to Seattle to uh, work with a client out there. We actually had a speaking event, and so we're out there, and, I'm, and I'm, you know, whenever you speak, the way you do it, my wife and I would do it, is we fly in the day before. The, I mean, I get on that red-eye flight, so I have a full day in the city if the flights go well. If the flights don't go well, then at least you can get there on time for the event. And so what happens is, is I, I've never been, you know, around seattle a lot and so i'm going okay what what could, what should we do tonight the night before the speaking event and uh do you guys know about their do you, do you guys know how big professional soccer is in seattle do you, oh yeah oh yeah it's a huge thing right so we're having dinner and i'm going to play the audio that we heard during dinner it's 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 crazy so we start to hear this kind of audio and i'm trying to have dinner and you know we're going to a nice restaurant and i hear it it's almost a haunting sound because you just hear more and more cheering and more and more cheering. And I'm going to my wife, what is going on? Like, what is happening outside? Because we're having dinner. And in Tulsa, 
it's not normal for a, 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 a large parade of, of humans who are just singing and chanting. Well, what happens is in Seattle, they have this thing called the March to Victory, where all of the fans, like 60,000 people, Chup, they meet in the, in the center of the city, and they march from the center of the city to the stadium. They, they share the, a stadium with the Seahawks, which is known to be the loudest stadium in football outside of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. And so we're having dinner, and I have no knowledge of this thing, okay? And they're starting to walk by, and I'm hearing more and more and more, and I look out the window, and there's 60,000 people. I mean, it's crazy. It looks like a riot or something. And soccer fans have, like, flare guns. And, Hooligans. And they're they they're are. cheering. I mean, it became quite a quite a thing. And I, and I say all this to say that's the only time that I've really been to Seattle and spent a whole lot of time there. But I'm going to walk you through this, whether you're in Seattle, whether you're in Tulsa, whether you're in Nashville, anybody who's listening to our show here, if you're developing a new product or service, the best way to gather data quickly is... Sit down with your ideal and likely buyers. And this just happened. Have you met? Have you guys met Joseph, a Thriver? Have you met Joseph, uh, uh, Sam? Have you met Joseph? Did you see him at the at the bar here at the Thrive15.com World Headquarters? Have you met this guy? Yeah, I did. Okay, great so, guy. So he, what is his, what is his, what is his product? He uh, provides lunches. Okay, and what, what do, you, do, you, do you know the name of his company? I have not figured that out yet. It's Urban Lunchbox. That's them. Urban Lunchbox, yes, okay? Yes, yes. So he, he uh, long story short, he has this deal where he had this theory that, busy, that busy business people um, need, uh, that, 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 that they want to eat healthy. And what happens is because they're so busy, they don't make good choices with their food. I mean, Chubb, have you ever found yourself where you're super busy and you want to eat healthy, but you're going... I guess I'm just going to call Domino's because, I mean, it's almost, like, it's almost like you give up because you're so busy and you're like, eh. Almost every day. Okay. <laughs> Sam, has that ever happened for you? When I'm too busy, I go to Whole Foods. Really? Oh, look at that guy. <laughs> in, his, no. in, our, in, yeah, your, in your face, Super. in my face, in, in all of our faces. <laughs> Super Sam. Well, he had this hunch that busy people would rather pay an extra couple bucks and have the healthy food delivered to them. Well, as I'm doing, you know, personal training and I'm getting in shape here, I... He came to a Thrive conference and he shared his idea, and I immediately was like, "Yes, so that's what I want." But we were doing the talk, and I pulled him aside during lunch, and I said, "Here's the deal, buddy. Um, whenever I go out to eat, and uh, and I said I'll, I'll show you how I go out to eat during lunch, so you can see how my mind works, and you take notes because I want you to see how I order." So I go to this restaurant at the Riverwalk, a great place, but I went there, and the guy says, "Hey, for uh, it's a lunch." Um, do you want a table for two or, and I said, no, no, I don't want a table. I just want to order to go. And he says, what do you want? And I said, just, uh, uh, the sandwich up here on the menu. This looks good. And, uh, as far as he goes, well, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want it toasted? Do you want to, I said, I want whatever you want. And then just how much is it? And he goes, well, it's like $9 and just charge me 10, keep the change. And I'm gonna hop on the phone call. So I just got what the guy ordered for right, me because right. I don't want to spend 30 minutes sitting down talking about what I want to eat, ordering a beverage, ordering, ordering an appetizer, waiting for the waiter. I just want to get it now. And so he goes, so you, this is what he said to me. He says, so you would eat the same thing? I mean, every day if I could just bring it by? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So my trainer says, you have to eat steamed uh, broccoli. You're going to have like, it's like a, a grilled chicken, but they don't want to use butter. Uh, do you want to have quinoa? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm going to go over to Whole Foods and go, do you guys have quinoa and turmeric? I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to run around looking for those products, right? Yeah. So I made a list for what I want with this guy. I got to choose from his menu. 
And for, I think it's like, uh, um, I think it's $9 a day if I do it five days a week. So 45 bucks a week, he's dropping by my lunches. Well, as he's dropping by my lunches, uh, Deidre uh, Detterman, who works in our office, mm-hmm. uh, she built the company called 918 Moms, very successful entrepreneur and a member and a, a member of our business coaching team. She says, what, what, are you, what are you eating? And I said, well, this is my uh, guy. He's an urban lunchbox. Drops it by 11 bucks a week. And she goes, every day? Every day. She goes, well, I, I want that. So she signs up. Right. Marshall, one of our business coaches, is like, well, I, I what's that? Sign me up. <laughs> He's like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. So we're all in. And the reason why we're in is because not because we have a, a love for Joseph. We do. We like him. We want him to do well. But it's because he fills a real need. I mean, we want to eat healthy. None of us want to be like, I'm Jabba the Hutt, your business consultant. Look how big I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, remember Jabba the Hutt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's my theory. Jabba the Hutt started out as a business consultant. And what happened was he got busy. And they're going, what do you want to eat? And he's like, oh, oh. Pretty soon he just started saying, he, first he said, I want something healthy. But then he got bigger and bigger. Pretty soon he's like, oh, oh. Didn't even care. Just And now all Pizza, of a sudden. whatever. Now, if you haven't seen Star Wars, if you, if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Jabba the Hutt. J-A-B-B-A. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. It's a business consultant gone bad. He was a busy guy <laughs> who didn't have time to order the, a healthy lunch. But now with Urban Lunchbox, he was able to gather our feedback. So here's the deal. You need to get in front of your ideal and likely buyers, and you need to ask them what they want. It's like a survey, but you give them a sample. You have to give them a sample. So I said to, I said to Joseph, give me a sample. He says, uh, well, how much how much should I charge you? And I said, no, no, you don't understand. I'll, I'll pay, but that's fine. But the point is for other people, they don't want to pay because they don't even want the product yet. Give it to them. It's called freemium. Get and it out there. this is what we do at Elephant in the Room. Uh, Elephant in the Room is our men's grooming lounge. And what we do is we offer your first haircut for a dollar. So it's not free, but it's pretty close to free. And what we do is we believe Watch that when you, come, when, you, when you come in there for Watch a $1 first-time haircut, I oh, I got it. But we realize that you're going to believe that the elephant in the room is super it. bad. It is super incredible. It is a game changer once you come in. Yeah, but it's a dollar the first-time haircut. It's a way for us to get your feedback. You can try it before you buy it, basically. I got sold, and I'm super bad. I'm Jared Pawaka. I'm originally from Denver, but I live right here in Tulsa. So I have some friends that uh, are involved in Thrive. They referred me to it uh, about two years ago. I'm involved in an investment banking business. We provide uh, financial consulting around M&A, mergers and acquisitions, capital sourcing, and we also provide uh, accounting and uh, strategic finance uh, consulting to business owners. Definitely just how important it is to drive early on in your, your business development sales and systematizing your strategy. Um, sales and, and workflows. It, it, it almost couldn't get any simpler. It's uh, no fluff. That's the first thing that comes to mind. No fluff. You're going to hit the ground running with practical business tips that, that cover the gamut. But we only really talk about what's relevant. Uh, there's a whole world of things that can confuse you, but we just we just really focus on nuts and bolts. It's easy to get here. It's uh, You certainly pick up immediately on what's going on. You know, Sometimes you kind of have to warm up to it. That, that's not going on here. You hit the ground running, and actually, if uh, you're not paying attention, you might get left behind. Clay is, uh, he's funny, but he's brutal. I don't know if you can have that in the same person, but he is. He's, uh, either, the humor is used to illustrate a point. So I describe, describe Clay as, again, no fluff, someone who's direct and to the point, doesn't normally waste a lot of words to get to uh, practical tips and ways to even customize it for your business. There's an opportunity to interact with him, which 
That's probably why you come here. So you're going to interact with fellow conference goers, drivers, uh, and Clay and part of his staff. So uh, there's breaks. You're going to interact at you know deeper level in between, but you can raise your hand and ask questions on an interactive basis. It's not going to be a crowd of 5,000. So if you've never attended a Thrive Time workshop, you're missing a, a, a chance to really get down to brass tacks in a short time period. You know, you're going to spend two days, whereas it might be otherwise wasted at a lot of other conferences. You're going to come away, probably save yourself five years of business school. It's not a stretch to say save yourself maybe five years of business school in two days. So, um, you know, there's not a product to sell. There's value that you receive immediately. And I think there's ample opportunity for you to follow up but you're gonna sell yourself into different things. If you've enjoyed your time here, you'll be looking for more interaction from Thrive15.com, from the books that's, that Clay and his uh, mentors and people that he works with, they, they've all collaborated to create incredible products that you might have interest in afterwards. But in the conference itself, there's no upsell. You owe it to yourself. If there's such a thing as cheating yourself by not doing something, this is it. If you don't come and spend the, the investment in yourself and in your business, you're, uh, you're cheating yourself. That's, that's what I would say to people. That's what you're missing out on. You don't know what you're missing out on. I'm telling you, I might even pay for your, it might be crazy to say, but I might even pay for your, your uh, time here. It's that, worth, it's that worthwhile. Glad to refer anybody to it. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. Sent here on a mission to get you in a great financial position. And I will tell you this, that if you want to make six figures, if you want to make $100,000 a year or more, I could definitely, for sure, guaranteed, stone cold locked, help you do that if you're willing to execute the systems that we teach you. Um, if you want to build a seven-figure business, we can help you if you will implement the systems that we will teach you. Well, where do we teach you? You can go to Thrive15.com, the world's best business school. That's a dollar for the first month. Or you can get to an in-person workshop. By the way, we just had a great one this past weekend. Packed out, awesome people, great Oklahomies, people that came from California, the great state of California, the people that came from all over California. But for, since the Arnold Schwarzenegger became the governor, everybody talks like that in California. But we have people coming from California. We have people coming from all different states, all over the country, a lot of Oklahomies. You can come out to our workshops, or you can text us at 918-851-6920, 918-851-6920. And the question that just came in here from a Thriver was, if I'm developing a new product, if I am developing a new product or service, what's the best way to gather customer data quickly? And here's the move. Move number one, freemium. Give it to your ideal and likely buyers and say, hey, I want to give you the first service, the first product for free, and all I ask is your feedback. But I want the real feedback because, and someone should write this down, when you seek criticism and not praise, you will always get a raise. When you seek criticism and not praise, you will always get a raise. So, Chup, I'm going to ask you to tell the Thrivers what's up about this particular situation. You've seen it. Right. We have somebody who has the humbleness and eagerness to get business coaching. They've Google searched it. They've discovered that the former CEO, that the CEO of, of Google, Eric Schmidt, said that the number one advice you give anybody is to get a business coach. They've Googled the May of 2013 business talk with Bill Gates, where he said everyone needs a coach. 
they have realized that everybody who's been successful in life either had a mentor or a coach. They've decided they, 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 they need a coach. They called you and they wanted to begin the business coaching program with you. And you're the first person to point out to them that their website looks like they personally made it. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. they might be a great mechanic, but it looks like they, as a mechanic, they built the website. With or, a wrench. Okay, with a wrench, yeah. <laughs> so walk, walk me through what it's like coaching a business client that has a product that is awful. And you know it's awful as a coach. Uh, talk to me about what, what is that conversation like? How do you help the client improve the product? Just give me the feedback. What, what's the kind of, what would that look like if you're working with a business coach and you have a product that's just not good? What, what kind of feedback, how, how would that relationship look? Yeah, so first of all, you, you want to establish the relationship and be candid. You want to have a candid, open relationship where you know you can be honest with the person and tell them about the client, tell them the way it looks or the way it feels is kind of maybe not right, um, but you always want to come from a positive place where you're trying to build them up and kind of coach them into you know, and making it a little bit better. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Elephant in the Room, the business that I am a part owner of. Sam and, and Chep will want to get your feedback on this. So imagine that I approached you, Sam, and I said, Sam, you should come in for your, your first haircut is a dollar. Okay, Chep, it's the first haircut's a dollar. Okay, so you come in, and the haircut itself, because this happened, the first the haircut itself took over 55 minutes. For your first, we're talking just short of an hour. Chep, how would you feel as a dude getting your haircut if the haircut itself took almost one hour? Talk to me about what feedback you would have. If I'm, sit, if I'm standing in front of you, and I, and I said, hey, your first haircut's a dollar. I just All I want is your feedback. And I said, hey, so what feedback do you have about today's haircut? What would you say? I would say maybe start, you know, you know, well, the, the place looked awesome. There was good music going. They were friendly. But, man, it took like an hour to get my haircut. Is that and not good? No, I was hoping to get in and out of there in like maybe half an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, you know, it's kind of the thing. You guys and guess what, Tulsa? And- that's what Tulsa said to us. And that's why your haircut now is not an hour. But it used to be an exactly. hour. Exactly. Now, now, Sam, imagine you went into this place and there's dead silence. There's no overhead music at all. And the stylist doesn't speak to you the entire time that you get your haircut. When we first opened, this was the scenario. You came in for a $1 <laughs> haircut, and it's quiet, and a man is cutting your hair. A man. It's man on man. Man is cutting your hair. Stoically. Stoically. <laughs> not saying a word, and there's no music playing. What feedback would you have? I would be embarrassed to make this sound... <clears throat> Because it's so quiet, I would just—I would literally say it's awkward and uncomfortable. So you would say it's awkward and uncomfortable. <clears throat> oh yeah. Chuck, do you feel like it'd be awkward and uncomfortable? Yeah. Do you feel like five years ago that Justin and I were trying to make it awkward and uncomfortable? I would imagine that wasn't your goal. So why did we do it from your perspective? If you had to, if you had to just guess, and you go, hey, you know what? I mean, I'm just trying to look because you you coach clients. You've seen it, mm-hmm. Sam. You've seen it. You've seen oh, the yeah. coaching clients come in. Why would we have, you know, uh, uh, why would we have no overhead music, and why would it have taken an hour with the first when we first opened Elephant in the Room to get your haircut? Didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know yet. Didn't talk to anybody. Didn't get any feedback, any criticism. Why did the website look bad, guys? I mean, were we a bunch of idiots? I mean, did we not try? Did, did someone not work hard, or what, what was the deal? You didn't put yourself out there yet. The thing is, we got your feedback. We discovered right. that Thrivers yeah. wanted to be able to, people in Tulsa wanted to be able to text in to book their haircut. People wanted to have a quick number to call. I mean, I could go on and on the things we learned, the spacing of the chairs, but you don't learn anything until you're in the game. Now, Sam, I'm not asking you to give up your, your business idea on the radio, okay? So we can speak in kind of generic terms, but you're working on a business. You're kind of, you're kind of stirring that pot. 
It's yeah. like a stew because you're you're stuck in this in the box that rocks. Hearing Dr. Zellner, I'm not and allowed I, to leave. And entrepreneurs talking about success, about successful companies, and it's kind of contagious when you see entrepreneurship. Oh yeah. So when did you and your wife first have the idea for your new for your new business venture? Well, she said she had the idea like five years ago, and I said I had it like five six years ago. And uh, about two years ago, we both were like, you know what? Let's do this. So now that you have the idea, right? Yeah. Walk, walk me through what's holding you back from unleashing the beast. What's, what's, uh, what's holding you back from starting that company? Um, we're slowly learning how to start the beginning thing. Like the hardest part is to either find a location or uh, to fund it. And you guys have been giving us a lot of wisdom in those areas. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you, a little advice, because you did not text in, Sam. You were, apparently were producing a show. I'm going to tell you this. You need to put a hard date on the day that you're going to find the location. Yeah. So when you're talking to real estate professionals, for Elephant in the Room, we're opening two, lo- two new locations right now. We, we tell the brokers, we say, hey, listen, we are going to open up two locations by this date, and I need to have a lease signed or not signed. I need to f- commit to something. In the next 60 days, okay? And we lay it out. This is what we're wanting, wanting to spend. This is where we want to be. But you set a hard deadline. And when we get into that market, we now are very aggressive and very confident because we know that people like our product. But when we first started, guys, you have to fail affordably. So step number one is get feedback by giving kind of that, that, that freemium, letting people try samples. But move number two is you have to fail affordably. You know, Thomas Watson, the former CEO of, of IBM, he said that if you want to succeed, if you want to double the rate of your success, you must first double the rate of your failure. So I want to ask you guys, when you hear that double the rate of your failure, as a business coach, Chuck, what, what are we talking about, doubling your rate of failure? How does somebody fail and not go out of business? So one uh, example could be, let, you know, we had a question about the Dream 100 earlier. Yeah. So the point with that, you, you want to fail fast. You're looking for those no's. You're reaching out to those people as much as possible every week, diligently looking for those no's. And that would could be considered as a failure. But the more you get through those no's, you will eventually get to that yes. And when you hear the no's, track on your spreadsheet why they said no. So hypothetically, Sam, let's say you were starting a restaurant, okay? Yeah. And you had someone come in. And at the end of the meal, you say, how was everything today? And they go, it was okay. And you go, no, no, I want to know what could I have done better? I want to make this the best restaurant in Tulsa. What could I have done? And they said, well, you know, um, honestly, the, the soup was a little bit cold. And you go, okay, I'll take $5 off the bill. Anything else? Well, I feel like the decor wasn't, okay, I'll take $5 off. Um, well, tell me anything else at all that I could do to improve. $5 off, $5 off. I will pay you $5 per critique you have. Go for it. Well, you're gonna, when you're eager, when you seek criticism and not praise, you will always get a raise. And I remember years ago when Carlton Pearson was helping me analyze speaking and to become the best speaker that I could be, even as recently as last, uh, would be like a, two weeks ago, he's over at my house. Carlton Pearson, I mean, he's one, he was taught directly by Oral Roberts how to become a world-class speaker. You understand that Carlton Pearson... Uh, has helped, uh, um, you know, he's, he's actually met with, uh, coached, advised. He helped get T.D. Jakes on TV. You understand that T.D. Jakes was not on television before Carlton Pearson. So let me just show you the track here. Andrew Carnegie, the world's wealthiest man, okay, he was always number one or two. He was either Andrew Carnegie or Rockefeller. He personally mentored Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill mentored Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts mentored Carlton Pearson. I mean, this is that line. 
Lineage. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm being coached by a guy who was taught the same systems as the world's most successful human. It's awesome. And to think about that, that, that tree, and if he's going to give me feedback, I want more. Right. I, I mean, I want, have you ever seen the movie The Fighter? Have you guys ever seen the movie The, the, the Fighter? Yeah. Uh, by, uh, it was the one where Mark Wahlberg, it was based on, what was the, what was, who was it based on? Do you guys remember? The, the fighter, it was, it was with Mark Wahlberg. It's on the tip of my tongue. I cannot remember who it was. Let me, let, me, let me type it in real quick here, Thrivers, because I want to make sure that I give you something actionable that you can look up here. So Mark Wahlberg, he actually played a, a, a role of a fighter. Uh, the, the movie called The Fighter, and his life was, um, he, he played the, the main character, Mickey Ward. That's him. And Mickey Ward, if you go on YouTube today and you watch the fight, Mickey Ward had a strategy. Do you guys know what Mickey Ward's strategy was? Have you seen this, Sam? I've seen the movie, but I can't remember. I haven't seen the movie, so I, I would Chop! like to. I would like to you know. You have to no, watch no. this movie. I'm gonna. I say, I'm gonna play some of the audio when we come All right. back. All right. But what happens is, is that Mark Wahlberg's character. This is a real story. Mickey Ward. He realized that he did not have the punching power to beat the guy that he's competing with for the championship of the world for boxing. So what he did is he decided he had the will to win that was bigger than, than the guy. So he's going against a guy who could outpunch him, but he realized he had a bigger tenacity and bigger win. So his strategy was to keep taking punches and then to put his gloves at his side. You can watch on YouTube the real footage where Jim Lampley calls it. It's unbelievable. He puts his hands at his side, and he starts talking to the guy saying, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Come on. That's all you got? <laughs> and this guy's like just unloading punch after punch. And he's just like, come on. What is it all you got? And he's taunting the guy while getting the crap beat out of it. Well, what happens is the other guy goes to his corner and tells his, uh, you know, his coach or his guy in his corner. He goes, this guy's like made of steel. He, he won't fall down. He's like, I'm out. I'm like, I'm, I've, exert, I've exhausted myself. I'm, I, I can't knock him out. Punched out. Right. And then Mickey Ward just kept a little bit in the tank, and he just comes out and just starts throwing haymakers and knocks out this guy. <laughs> spoiler, he, spoiler alert. No, I'm just telling you, that's how it <laughs> So I'm just saying that that's what it is like starting a business. You've got to take right. the punches and get the feedback from real customers. You've got to take those punches. And you say, well, how many punches should I take? You've got to keep taking punches until you know how to make a world-class product. An elephant in the room, I've got to be real. We were in business for a year, not making any money, but we were just we were just stroking checks, writing money, writing checks, reinvesting into the business every week saying, what can we do better? What can we do better? How can we improve our service? How can we improve our quality? How can we improve our menu? How can we improve our prices? What can we do to be the best product or service out there? And what happened was, is you told us, you told us consistently, this is what you can do better. And we implemented everything you told us and now we've built a world-class business. Elephant in the Room is growing. It's expanding. Many, many people are reaching out to us saying, hey, I want to invest in that business. And it's not because we're geniuses. It's because we took our punches. We gathered the feedback from people like you, and we now have built it. For those of the first customers, Kirk Fryer, I appreciate you putting up with us. For those first customers there, uh, Mark Worley, I appreciate you putting up with us. When we come back, I'm going to play some audio from Mickey Ward. This is an incredible example of how to take those punches and keep on, keep on keeping them. Hi, I'm Jeff Finn. I'm from Wichita, Kansas with Augustino Brewing Company. So my business partner told me all about Thrive. At first I thought he was kidding, but being here, it's real deal. 
Being here, I'm learning that systems is a number one thing that you've got to have. Without the systems, you can't be successful. There's a lot of energy that goes on around here, and it's, it's something that you feel all the way through, even during breaks. This place is pretty relaxed. People here, they, they greet you every morning. They're welcoming you into the facility, and uh, it, it's got a vibe that's really just relaxed. Uh, it feels really nice to be in this building. Clay's, he's definitely got a lot of energy. It's something where you know he's telling you something, you can feel his passion. It's something you're, you're taking away a lot of information, and he's condensing this down, but boy, it's something that's down to earth, and, and you're just walking away knowing that you've got the information you need to be successful. So far, the, the workshops have been delivered in such a way that you know the audience is asked to contribute. It might be something of reading from the book, you know, one of the notable quotables, or asking the questions. He's always prompting for questions. People who haven't ever been to a Thrive Time conference, they're missing a lot of information that could help them take their businesses to the next level. So with Thrive Time, there's no upsell. Another thing that you get with this conference compared to others, there's a desk. Thrive Time, I think, is going to be a, a big benefit to me and my organization. I'm going to be able to take this information back and apply things immediately. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, sent here to help you start or grow a successful company and many of you don't realize what you're in store for. You've been listening to talk radio politics, but now you're, you've found a show where we're teaching you specifically what you need to know to start or grow a six-figure income. Work with me. If you will come out to a workshop and implement what I will teach you, I guarantee you, without joining an MLM, I like MLMs. If, okay, if you like multi-level marketing, I'm not going to argue with you, but without joining an MLM, Without a Ponzi scheme, you can definitely learn how to make $100,000 per year if you implement what we're going to teach you, okay? But the first step is it starts with curiosity. You have to be curious about what makes somebody successful. And that's why I'm so passionate about answering each and every question that you're texting in right now to 918 918- 8516920 9188516920 and the the questions are amazing but here's a question that came in it says if i am developing a new product or service what's the best way to gather customer data quickly and i said move number 1 on the previous segment is you want to gather feedback by doing premium or it's called freemium you basically give people a sample and you ask them what they think but part 2 is you must fail affordably you've got to have a second job you got to have some money saved. You've got to be okay with not making any money until you nail the product. Because you don't want to scale it, Chup, until you nail it. Mm. Now, Chup, talk to me about this. As a business coach, mm-hmm. you've seen this. Why is it so vital that every business owner doesn't attempt to scale or, or grow the company exponentially until they've nailed a product that people love? Well, the reverse side of that would be um, you don't want to scale the fail. So anything that's not working, if you scale that, you're just going to fail at that faster, not affordably. Does that make sense? I'll tell you this. If you're listening right now and you're going, I I need an example. You're lucky because I'm going to give it to you. Now, Sam, our producer, because it's a live radio show, he's got to try to catch all the curse words. But I'm going to play an audio clip from a real boxing fight that is uh, – it's it's, it's a movie – that um, Mark Wahlberg, he played the character of Mickey Ward. And Mickey Ward 
went on to win a championship fight, and he was the the best example I can ever give you of taking punches. I watch every time I've watched this movie, I get goosebumps, and I typically will watch it about once a week because it's it's unbelievable how inspiring it was. But here's a guy, Mickey Ward. His Mickey Ward, his brother, was super talented and was destined to be heavyweight or not heavyweight, but but champion of the world, you know, boxer. And but he had a drug problem, and so the lesser talented brother was Mickey. And Mickey wasn't super talented, but he had this unbelievable will to win. And so he goes into the fight, and he realizes, I'm, I'm fighting somebody who's much more uh, talented than I am, and I've got to find a way to beat this guy. And so what he realized was that he, the only way for him to win was to take his punches and to let the other fighter, who had been unloading on him round after round after this is If you guys go on YouTube and watch this, you can type in, the fighter climax fight scene, or you can type in Mickey Ward championship fight. You'll see this, but I'm not exaggerating. He literally takes punch after punch after punch, and he just begins to yell at the guy hitting him and telling him, it doesn't hurt. You don't bother me. No big deal. And the other guy just goes into his corner, and he starts talking to his trainer going, psychologically, he's beat down saying, I can't keep up with this guy. I mean, I, he's, he's made of steel. So I'm going to play the audio, Thrivers Marinate, see if you can, see if you can, uh, I'll kind of narrate a little bit. Here we go. Once again, Ward against the ropes as Neri is free to attack. What are you doing? Come on, Nick. Sometimes if you want to win, you got to be something that you're not. He's just taking a beating. Neri continues to pound away. There he goes. Here he comes. And now here he just turns. Right, been getting beat up the entire the entire round, just being destroyed the entire fight. Here he comes, Mark Wahlberg, ladies, Mark Wahlberg. Come on, come on, let's fight. Just imagine if you bought a ticket. Closer and closer to Neary's ribcage. This is becoming Mickey Ward's fight. And the left hook to the body and an uppercut lands, and now he backs Neary off. And so this guy's been getting beat up the entire fight, and all of a sudden he just opens a can. He's just like, let's do this thing, man. So he just starts. Ford hurt Neary with a body shot. Ford hurts him again with that left of the body. Oh, man. And he knocks him out. And I'm just telling you, that's what business is all about. I do this all the time. And I'm just telling you, with the Elephant in the Room, we were taking our punches. We built Elephant, we built the location, we'd done the build out. And we're letting you come in for a dollar for the first haircut. This is years ago. And you'd come in. You're like, hey, the haircut took too long. The overhead music was weird. The decor didn't make sense. Your menu wasn't good. I didn't understand your pricing. Your text message alerts weren't good. Your checkout process wasn't good. Your uniform wasn't good. And I'm just like, keep... I'm just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. What happens is you take that feedback, you fail affordably, you implement, you implement the improvements, you seek criticism, not praise. You implement it into your business week by week, you get better, and then boom, you dominate, Chuck. So do you, I have a question on that. So as you and, and Justin were going through that, did you guys get emotional about these things, about these criticisms? Did they? I, I think he did. I think, I think um, Justin's a normal human. Um, I would say that um, I used to be, uh, somebody who would act the same way he did. I think that he's a great guy, and I think that he's was this was his first big thing. Yeah, and I think it was emotional hearing unpositive feedback. Something that you've created—that's your baby. That you're working like, oh. your hardest, and you're and you're not winning. I think that's hard. Um, I think I've got to a place in my life where, um, good or bad, I am now emotionally numb 
to anything that's in my way. I just I don't care. I'm more no, of a numb hammer. and dumb. Well, I'm kind of a, a hammer now, where it's like yeah. I just I don't get worked up, and so I, I don't I don't process things emotionally the way other people do anymore. But I know what it was like to do that. And I just noticed that, that, that for me, I, that wasting that time, you know, Carlton Pearson, I get, I think this is a, a Carlton Pearson show here, but Carlton Pearson told me, the former uh, pastor of Higher Dimensions Church, some of you are listening going, he's a heretic. Well, maybe, okay. But this is what he told me. He says, listen, your em- emotion gets in the way of motion. And so a lot of times you, you know what to do, but you just can't handle it because you're getting all emotional, wasting all your time talking about, this is how I feel about how I feel about how you, you know, and you, you got to move on though. You've got, you, if you're going to launch a product, Mr. Thriver from Washington, who texts us at 918-851-6920, Mrs. Thriver, who texts us at 918-851-6920. I don't know your name, but I know it's from Washington. If you're developing a new product or service, what's the best way to gather customer data quickly? One, you've got to get out there with a freemium, let people try it before they buy it, get that rude, rude, rude feedback, seek criticism and not a praise, and not, and not praise if you want to make make a raise. The second thing is fail affordably, get a second job, plan on not making any, plan on not making money for five years. What? Huh? Plan on not making money for five years. I mean, do you know Google when they started? Okay, Google didn't make any money at all for years. Um, Facebook didn't make any money for years. I mean, Sam Walton. I mean, not, 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 these aren't necessarily great stories at the beginning. Right. Uh, Walt Disney lost it all twice. Henry Ford lost it all five times. So if you've ever struggled at all, um, you know you're you're in good company. But you got to plan on not making money quickly. If you want to speed up the time, if you want to avoid mistakes, hire a mentor. Uh, go to the Emith Coaching Program or, or check out the Traction Coaching Program. Or do a program that's one-third of the cost and five times faster. It's the Thrive Time Business Coaching Program. Go to thrivetimeshow.com to learn more. Stay tuned. My name is Keith Schultz. I'm with uh, Witness Security. I'm from here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I first heard about the Thrive Time uh, workshops you know, through Clay Clark. Uh, he's been working with uh, my business now for fairly close to three months. Uh, it's been a phenomenal experience of him being able to teach us his methods and processes just on a one-to-one basis. And then he uh, talked about the workshops on his radio program, so therefore we decided to come. A few things that we've learned is uh, just the simple basics of you know, how to do sales appointments and how to convey your thoughts to our future clients and be able to help them decide what they need as far as their security needs. And also, uh, just the basics of the internet and how to function that and make that work for you in a business. Also, as far as not only the internet, but just the general roundabout business uh, principles that you need to convey to everybody so that people will call. The overall Thrivefime experience that I've experienced here, not only is it just exciting, just the way that it's mixed with uh, just funny stories, funny real stories to be able to help people understand that, you know, building a business is hard work. And not only is it hard work, but it is rewarding if you follow through with the same principles and methods that he uh, puts forth. If you choose not to do so, then you probably choose to fail. His teaching style is amazing out of the fact that uh, he's able to 
tell stories that not only are they real, uh, but they're funny, but yet at the same time uh, teach them with a principle that we can apply to each and every day-to-day uh, practice in whatever business it is. So therefore, if you take these principles that he applies, you know, through the stories that he, he conveys and everything, it's virtually a guarantee that they'll work. What are they missing if they never attend? They miss the opportunity to be able to go out on their own. They miss the opportunity to be able to uh, do things for their families and be able to uh, have the time that they need for the things that they want to do. I've attended a few workshops in the time or conferences in the, in the past, but as a rule, they do have something that you're gonna have to buy in the end. That's the thing about this. There is no buying at the end. Either you take the th principles that he provides to you with the, and the methods that he provides to you at no cost, for the most part, and make them work for you, then there is no upsell. It, it's, he provides you the materials for you to do the work. And if you choose not to do the work, that's between you and whoever. Uh, but he's not trying to sell you anything. He's just trying to help you. I'd recommend just about anybody, and I have recommended in the last three months, I've recommended dozens of people to at least listen to the program and try to apply some of the things they've, uh, they talk about in the, on the Thrive Time show. And if you do, I guarantee it'll work. Just got to apply them. Tulsa, Broken Arrow, Owasso, people listening all over this great green country. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. If you have ever wanted to make your business grow, you have found the right show. And I got to tell you something. A few people have emailed me and have said, why do you, why do you care so much about money? Why is, what is it? I mean, why do you care so much about money? And I'm going to tell you what. I don't care about money. I don't care about money. Robert, someone might say, Robert Redman, our, our, one of our business coaches, has now joined the show. One of our business coaches, Eric Chuff, is going to go out there and coach another client here. But Robert stepped inside the box that rocks. Tag team. Robert, we have this thing called the F6. Yes. Okay. And, and you know, again, I'm not going to try to hit you with a pop quiz and go, you know, what's the order of them? But can you kind of explain the essence of the F6 goals and why somebody has to have a copious amount of money, cash, currency, whatever, in order to be able to achieve their goals. I mean, kind of walk me through, because I know as a business coach, when you first enter the program and, yeah. you, and you're learning this, it could be like, man, you know, what's the point of all this money? And But walk me through kind of just the F6 goals and how it relates to money. Well, Clay, something that uh, I hear you talk about a lot is you break down, you know, the why of business. Why are we doing this? Uh, why, why do we even start a business? And something that you say that I think is... Um, Moderately profound. Okay, here we go. Moderately. Is is uh, is that the the business is a vehicle that's designed to serve you? Oh, repeat that. The business is a vehicle. It's it's a nice uh, a Dodge Charger, right? It's a vehicle designed to, to serve you. Now, real quick, I want I want to make sure I cue this up here. Okay. Where do people get that wrong? Because a lot of people don't build a business to serve them. Who are who? A lot of people build a business that serves who? All sorts of people. So what happens a lot of times is that someone starts a business and they get employees and, and, and involved, and 
you know, the business ends up becoming something where it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt the feelings of my employees and someone wants to take a day off and, and I want to get them to like me. And so the business starts to become something that, that, that serves other people. And then the business owner is stressed and, and they end up becoming almost like a, a slave to their business because their business isn't designed to, to serve them. So one example that could be slightly offensive to some of our listeners, and if you are offended, it's okay. All I want you to do is just understand that I don't care. So here we go. Why do I have an Israeli flag and an American flag in our office? From your from your perspective, I mean, what, what, you've, you've, I mean you've kind of been around me yeah. long enough. Why, why do I have an American flag and an, an Israeli flag in the office? Well, I think, first of all, because you're a great American. Oh, wow. Thanks you're a great American, Clay. You're a great mm. American. And, and, and I think you really like the values of America. And I know that Israel shares a lot of those values. And uh, I know that you really respect both countries and it's your business. And so you want to promote the values of, of those countries. But shouldn't we be politically correct? I mean, some, couldn't someone get offended <laughs> at some point? Uh, yeah. And I think something that you've shared with me is if you're in that position, you're going to be running around, changing things, having to, to, to create a business that's designed to serve other people, but not you. So what are the F6 goals? Kind of walk us through the goals. Because the whole point of building a business is, uh, you know, the, the point of the business is to be able to make, earn enough money so you can have financial freedom and time freedom to yeah. pursue these F6 goals. So faith goal, faith goals. What's an example of like a faith goal? Example of a faith goal could be, uh, I want to attend church every week for this reason. Or another example could be, because uh, I don't know the faith of all our listeners, so I want to be respectful and politically. Mostly Amish. We have a lot of Amish listeners. Okay, a lot of Amish. So, so an, Amish, an Amish faith goal could be, I want to wake up every morning at 4.30 uh, a.m. to walk my entire farm and uh, churn butter and say the Lord's Prayer uh, 120 different times. Churn, brother, churn, churn butter <laughs> with a brother Hezekiah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so and and, and uh, Jeremiah and Remus and, and to make you get your the whole own gang soap together. Yep. and fudge yep. and furniture and milk the goats <laughs> milk the goats. Wow, that's a great, <laughs> great series of faith goals you have. No, but it could cost money to take time away from work to be able to drive to the church, go to the church, right. get involved in the program, whatever it is. Now, family, you talk to a lot of thrivers. You coach business owners. Yeah, what are some of the family goals of business owners you've worked with? Um. Some of the most consistent family goals that I've seen could be like, I want to make time, right? I just want to make time to just be away from business and totally dedicate it to my family. I want to be present with my kids. I want to chase my wife around. Um, that's my goal. Yeah, that's, you know, that's something I hear that you remind us of often. Yeah, I did. The thing is, if you're going to have five kids, I mean, you, you, there's certain activities that must happen. And I would just tell people that uh, you got to be horizontal if you want to create kids that's just something i think it's, it's horizontal a, yeah just it's you got to be standing up no it, we, we'll, 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 we don't want to get into more details i'm just telling you vertical? you gotta block out time for that okay so there's faith got there's family and then you get into right friendships friendship what are some of the friendship goals maybe some of your clients have so a lot of the uh, friends that different entrepreneurs have are friends that are able to um like build them up that yeah. inspire them. Oprah Winfrey says, surround yourself with people that will lift you up. Right. And so uh, a lot of times business owners can become isolated, right? They feel like they're on an island. They feel like they're, they're, they're all alone. There's no one there for them. And being able to make that time for those friends that inspire you, that are life-giving, that share the same values of you, that hold you to a higher standard will actually begin to uh, create an uh, 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 accountability structure in your own life to get you to that place. Um, that they're at, and it'll allow you to, it'll also motivate you and inspire you 
to get back in the business and, and get hard to work. So the friendship goals are important. So you have friendship, then you have fitness, okay? Then you have fun, okay? You have finances, the F6 goals. Just for the sake of time, I want to make sure every Thriver does write down those goals. Now, when you're building a business, what happens is you're going to run into problems. And when you run into problems, either A, you have to be Yoda and know the answer to every question, or you can text us 918-851-6920, 918-851-6920. And we'd be happy to answer any of your business questions. This next business question comes into us from a Thriver right here in Tulsa. By the way, Thrivers, if you want to send in a text and have your question answered as well, you can text us anytime at 918 851 Six nine two zero nine one eight eight five one six nine two zero, and this is their text message. They said, "If I have an old site, but I'm coming up on top in Google, what is the benefit of updating my website?" Oh, that is a good question, Robert. That's a good question. Very good question. I'm going to let you start on the question. Then I'll kind of, I'll kind of basically be like the Monday morning quarterback. Or kind of like the backseat driver. Yeah. Where I'll just try to one-up you, basically, is my move. Okay? Oh, so, gosh. So let's say if I have a website, <laughs> I am already Story top. of my life working here. Let's say I am top in Google. And uh, already, and, you know, I'm already organically coming up top in the Google searches. But my website's kind of old school. What's the advantage of even updating it? Well, something that I notice consistently in a lot of businesses. So, so we'll do a 13-point assessment with the business. I actually just did one uh, yesterday with a guy who has an outdoor lighting company out in uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And uh, he was telling me that he just got his website redone, but then when we did a step four of the assessment, which is analyzing someone's unique value proposition, he rated himself really high in his unique value proposition, and he does charity work, and, and a lot of things that separate himself uh, from other businesses in the marketplace. But he didn't have it anywhere on his website. Oh. He wasn't able to actually convey uh, a, the value on his website. He didn't have any clear calls to action. He didn't have any offers. He didn't have anything compelling that would uh, be able to actually convert someone coming to his website into a lead. And so Thrive Nation, if you have a website, it's kind of old school. It's top in Google, but it's, it's a little bit old school. You know, it's not that great. When we come back, I'm going to give you specific reasons. I'm, going to, I'm, I'm committing to giving you five specific reasons that you absolutely must improve your website. If you don't do it, one, you're going to have less customers, and I'm going to make you listen to Justin Bieber over and over and over. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. My name is Mel Wright and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am a photographer for family and weddings and portrait photography. My head is so full of things I don't even know where to start. Um, basically I have learned that I need to stay focused and be motivated and make checklists and actually do those things. And I have learned that I need to make a really good website, get reviews for my website, uh, get on Google Maps and like have a location that people can see, have testimonials, have re reviews. The Thrive 15 headquarters is amazing. It's like this big open space with lots of natural light, lots of like knickknacks all around that inspire clay and lots of quotes that are just inspiring and it's a fun, upbeat office. Clay's presentation style is really entertaining and motivational. He is so lively and really, really good at communicating to people um, all of the knowledge in his head. He has so much about business 
and running a business and having a successful business in his mind that he can just like really communicate with the average person. So the interaction at the speaking event with Clay is very personal. It's he's like right there, right in front of you. We're all sitting at desks and we have like a book. He gives you a book to write notes in and it's like his own book that he wrote and he is going through it with you step by step, um, letting you ask questions, answering those questions, giving examples, writing on a whiteboard. He's got videos, he's got lots of like um, visual and emotional and like sound that you can really learn everything he's telling you. So Clay's business workshop will not try to upsell you. He literally is just full of information and knowledge and just wants to share it with you and answer your questions. He's not gonna try to upsell you. He really just wants you, any motivated person, to be better and he just, he won't, he's not, it's not a scam. It's just a really amazing learning experience. I would recommend this workshop to anyone who's even just remotely thinking about having their own business because it takes your mindset from, well, this is gonna be a lot of work and impossible and I'll never be successful at it, to I could do this, I could absolutely do this. Life is a movie And everyone's watching So let's get to the good Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, sent here to help you make your wallet grow. And I'm going to tell you what, I every day that I get a chance to, to fellowship with you, it is the highlight of my day. It's the highlight of my life, and the profundity of every moment that we share together is, 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 is staggering to me because I used to stutter. I mean, I used to stutter, which was where you can't talk well, I mean, you, when, you, when you try to speak, what happens is you get locked on a word, and my name is Clayton. That's my given name, Clayton Thomas Clark. And people would say, what's your name? And I remember saying, and I would struggle to say my own name. And then kids will make fun of you because that's what kids do. They don't have a filter. They haven't learned yet about um, you know, tact. They haven't learned about encouragement, the emotional needs of other people. They tend to attack and so they would attack me, and then I would get more withdrawn and more withdrawn, and it just be, it was not a good thing. And now, to be uh, speaking all around the world, having spoken for Hewlett-Packard and Valspar and O'Reilly Auto Parts and having our own radio show, I just know that if you're listening right now and you say, I, why, do you, why do you always do this? I'll just say, I know that God has a plan. And I don't know who you call God or what you call God, and I'm not going to argue that with you because this isn't a religious show, but it is something where it's a show where I want you to know that I sincerely care. And I know what it's like to go through, you're trying to build a successful company. You're, 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 what you're doing is right now you're trying to build a successful company, but your marriage is falling apart. You're, tr you're, you're trying so hard to build a business, but your dad has ALS like my dad did, which is basically where your body gradually goes into atrophy and you die of suffocation. I watched my dad die right in front of me on 9-5. On, on I watched him. This is September 5th. I watched him pass away. And I, I know what it's like to go through that. And so if you're going through this, if you have a, a child who's sick, you have a financial problem, you have a father who's ill, you're, you're having a problem with your marriage, guess what? I have been there. I've done that. 
And rather than saying, okay, you're an idiot, you don't know what you're doing, what Dr. Z and I have decided to do is to take two hours a day. I don't, I don't even know if it's, if it's cathartic for us, uh, where it's, it's almost like a healing thing, or if it's because we care. But we, we agreed on this vision to mentor millions. And you have to know that we have an unconditional um, support for you. You might feel alone on Entrepreneurship Island because um, nobody's helping you. You you get up at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning to start your business. You work until 7 or 8. You're not getting ahead. You've worked hard all year, and you find out you have a big tax bill. You, you mentored a manager, and then you found out they're starting their own company, and they're screwing you. You've had your emails. You can't, you can't freaking log into your emails. You can't make your printer work, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. You guys get me. That's why you love this show. And I've got one thing I want to ask you today. Just one thing. What I want you to do, one, one ask, one request, one favor. I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would go to thrivetimeshow.com and subscribe to the podcast. Just subscribe. And it's not for my financial benefit. I don't make anything off the show. It's because I want you, I want you to not miss a show, miss an update. I want you to be able to, to share your favorite uh, archived radio shows, your podcasts with your friends and family, because you, you also know somebody who's hurting. And it's, I, I feel like it's, an, it's incumbent, it's your duty, it's on you to help people that are less fortunate than you, if possible. And so first off, let's do what Abraham Lincoln said. He said, step number one to helping the poor is to not become poor, right? And then step number two is then we share it with other people. That, that, that's what we want to do. And so Robert Redmond, he's a business coach with the Thrive 15 program and Redmond Growth. He's on the program today. And we're going to break it down for you. We're going to help you do this. But a Thriver, text us at 918-851-6920. 918-851-6920. And they said, hey, I'm already coming up top at Google. What's the benefit of updating my website? Well, reason number one, if you're writing this down, is branding. And uh, Michael Levine, one of our mentors at Thrive15.com, actually the, the public relations consultant for Michael Jackson, Nancy Kerrigan, Pizza Hut, Prince, Nike, he says this, if you give someone a present and you give it to them in a Tiffany box, it's likely that they'll believe that the gift has a higher perceived value than if you gave them a, gave it to them in, a, in no box or a box of less prestige. It's not because the receiver of the gift is a fool, but instead because we live in a culture in which we gift wrap everything, politicians, corporate heads, movie, TV stars, even toilet paper. Robert, why is it so important that the branding is great and when people land on the website, they assume it's world-class the first time they visit the website. So I remember uh, I was shadowing you actually in a meeting a while ago and um, you're talking to a business owner and you're presenting the concept of the Tiffany theory and uh, you're talking about, isn't it Sarah uh, Blakely, owner of Spanx? Yep. Sarah Blakely, owner of Spanx. So uh, before, uh, and w which just to give a side note and, and you could probably go into more detail here, but she... Is a billionaire. Yeah, the, she's the youngest woman to ever become a billionaire. Youngest woman to ever become a billionaire. And when she was first starting her company, Spanx, uh, no one knew about her. Um, you know, she was a law school dropout. Yep. Um, and uh, one thing that I remember you telling me that she did, Clay, was that she really focused on uh, 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 her branding. She really focused on designing world-class branding so that whenever she did pitch Spanx to someone, and whenever she did reach out to, to Oprah, it already had the uh, allure and uh, the perception 
that she was much larger than she actually was, which caused people to have more trust in her. It caused people to, to, to feel like, uh, even though despite maybe not being at the top at that time, that she was top, that she did have things to, together, and, and it helped her tremendously. All right, now, Thriver, we told you we'd give you five reasons. We're going to go fast. We're coming in hot. One is branding. You've got to have world-class branding. Move number two, conversion. If you have a lot of clicks, but not a lot of people filling out the form, not a lot of people taking the action you want them to take, not a lot of people buying something, that's a problem. Three, word of mouth. People talk. Mm. And when they, when they say, man, that was remarkably terrible. I mean, I, I one client I worked with years ago got him to the top of Google over a decade ago. They made no changes, and it's embarrassing how bad their website looks today. People talk like, oh, my gosh, they're selling like a world-class product, but the website looks bad. They can't reconcile the difference. It's like a, a dissonance, a psychological disconnect. They go, if, it, if they're so good, why does their website look so bad? Four, pricing. If you have a great-looking website, people are willing to pay more for a premium service than a bottom-feeding service. You don't want to pay more for a bad-looking uh, service. As an example, there's a restaurant in Tulsa I went into recently whose food was awesome. Unbelievable curry. I love curry. That's my weakness. I love curry. Curry chicken. I go in there for curry chicken, non bread, and I walk into the bathroom and it looks awful. I, I, I sit down and the menu looks like it was built in the 80s by a guy who had a, a, a fundamental uh, love for clip art. And I, know I just, exactly and I decided I, I, I cannot, I, I can't be, eat here. I just feel like the same sort of quality they would put in the bathroom, it would transpire, it would translate to the food, and it was it was scary to me. And the final is Google compliance. You know, eight out of ten people are now searching for the products and services they're looking for via their smartphone, and Google is putting a higher and higher bias on mobile compliance. And so, if your website is not mobile compliant, you got to fix that stuff, or you're going to start to drop like a rock. When people are using their phones, you might be topping Google on a laptop right. or on a PC or a computer, but you're, you might be bottom and mobile. And so you want to fix that stuff. And if you want to see if your website is mobile compliant, it is web compliant, if it is um, branding compliant, if it is a world-class website, you know, wh hey, what could I do to improve my website? If you're asking, what could I do to make it better? I just want to make my website the best it could be. Just email us, info at Thrive15, and we're going to run a battery of tests, Robert, on the website to show people what they can improve. Yeah, we'll do a full website analysis from an independent, uh, uh, non-biased source. It's not going to be from Robert's mother or my <laughs> mother. I mean, we, we run it through a program called SEM Rush, right. which we pay thousands of dollars for to run this. And when you see this, this battery of tests, you're going to discover what's wrong with your site, how to fix it. Thrivers, it is a game changer uh, for a guy. We have, we have one Thriver, uh, Steve Currington. His company is TLC Mortgage. If you type Tulsa Mortgages, you'll see he comes up top. If you type in Tulsa Cookies, one of our Thrivers, Barbie Cookies, comes up top. If you type in Tulsa haircuts, you'll see my business, Elephant in the Room, comes up top. You're a world-class person. And, and, and Robert, everyone deserves a world-class website, my friend. I, I, I completely agree. And, and the great thing about uh, having a world-class website is that it's something that, uh, that, that really anyone can do. Um, I know, you know, getting all the brain together, getting your photography, getting your videography, get, do, doing all that, all, all that starts to, to add up. Uh, but starting with the website is really a first step in, in getting control of, of, of your branding and being able to, to grow your business because of it. Now, Thrive Nation, we are so excited that you're joining us today, but we don't want this conversation to end right now. So I encourage you, if you want to grow your business, 
and you're serious about taking your business career to the next level, I want you to go to thrivetimeshow.com. Thrivetimeshow.com. There you can there you can learn more about our in-person one-on-one coaching, our podcasts. Go to thrive15.com, the world's best business school. And it's and as always, it's just one dollar. Three, two, one, boom! Have forgiveness